0: Join Dennis Seagrave for Den at Ten Hello again Well that's Christmas out of the way and we're all settling down to look forward to New Year A bit strange this time though Won't be able to meet up because of the tier we're in in this area We can't meet indoors even with family New Year was always the time where we did meet up usually over the last few years at my daughter's. We were there, my son came along with his family. Perhaps one or two other friends would be there, different ones, different years. To a degree, New Year's Eve was a a bigger do than than Christmas for us because New Year's Eve happens to be my birthday as well. So it was sort of a double celebration So with that in mind, I started rummaging through, thinking, what am I going to talk about this time? Can't talk about New Year so much. Can't talk about the Christmas festivities, because they've been very subdued this year. And as I was thinking that, I I started finding different things to do with my time in the Scouts. First joined them in the Cubs, most people did. You joined the Cubs, worked through the Scouts, Senior Scouts, and away you went. Well, I joined the Cubs and uh, learnt my lessons, got invested, and became a full-blown member of the what was then known as the Wolf Cubs. After a couple of years, we went to St George's Day Parade. Now, in those days, before it was all held in Lichfield Cathedral, each troop in the district held the parade in its own village at its own parish church. And this particular year it was our turn. So, as we went into the church, a lot of the congregation from the public side was made up of Olivers villagers. A couple of weeks later, after the service, the group was approached by somebody from the congregation and said, uh, I noticed Orrubus Cubs was the only group there that hadn't got a flag to parade. Haven't you got one? No, we haven't. So he donated and we had a flag. The first time the wolf cubs there had had a flag. And it had a little brass plaque on the staff on the flagstaff saying who had presented it and when to my memory i think it was 1961 was the date on it and thereafterwards, i was the proud carrier of a brand new flag whenever we had parades progressed up through the the cubs became a, a sixer in charge of a wolf cub six thoroughly enjoyed my time In due course, got to the age of 11 and went up to the scouts. It's a bit of a blow for youngsters when they do that. They go up from being what you might call top dog in the the cubs. Older one of the cubs, got all the badges, got all the authority, can tell the others what to do because he's a sixer, then all of a sudden you're back to the lowest of the low. You're not even invested as a scout until you've passed the appropriate tests and badges. But persevered, got there, ended up doing my first ever camp, just a local one up at the the next village across the fields. One of the scouts' dads was a, a farmer, and we ended up in one of his fields. It was a mixture of a weekend, but we thoroughly enjoyed it. Made my first ever camp oven out of a a biscuit tin and loads of clay. First experience of sleeping under canvas. The following year I had my first summer camp. A week down in Somerset, there's a place called Yarlington. I can't remember the, the chap's first name that owned this manor, a Yarlington manor. He was Sir Something Piggott, but he was a right game old fella. You name it, I think he'd done it. This one afternoon we, he invited us to meet up in his house and we all sat around and he was giving his talks about the adventures he'd done, where he'd been on balloon trips around the Alps, he'd been hunting tigers in India, he had done this, that and the other. As I looked around, though, the lad next to me was nodding off to sleep. And I thought, oh, I'll, 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 I'll not make a fuss about it. So I didn't do anything, didn't say anything. Anyway, he carried on and he got this quiet, spoken voice talking about his experiences. Obviously, he'd been in the army at some stage as well and rimmed to quite a high officer's rank. And then I noticed there was a quiet snoring coming from next to me, so I thought I'd better give him a prod here. This is going to look a bit too rude. So I gave him a prod and he he woke up and away we went again. At that time then we did various parades. I ended up carrying the Scout flag, because I'd always carried the Cub flag, I ended up carrying the Scout flag. Proudest moments was carrying our Scout flag at our local Remembrance Day service, standing next to the British Legion flag bearers, doing all the usual lowering and raising of the flags at the appropriate time, marching in front of the section as we went through the village, proud moments thoroughly enjoyed it when we weren't doing that I was involved with the uh, with the scouts for many years I think looking back we had district carol services as well as the district St George's days eventually they they had them all at Lichfield cathedral St. George's Days, carol services for Christmas, all there. Carried the flag into the cathedral several times. Carried the flag into different churches around the district several times. But the thing that sticks in my mind most of all was the fact that on the carol services, on several occasions, they asked me if I'd read the lesson. So I've actually stood at the lectern and Read the lesson at several churches around the Litchfield area. Although even then I had a sense of humour that was a little bit wicked and a little bit uh, strained. I remember one church in particular. The vicar wanted to be so proper about what he was doing. Now as I've said before I'd started quite early doing a bit of amateur dramatics and I, I knew things about stages and acting and how to talk to people from a stage but this particular vicar wanted to have rehearsals the others didn't bother we just were given the the passage from the Bible we were supposed to read given it and we were supposed to learn it at home or at least practice reading it at home this particular one wanted us on the uh, the Friday night before the service on the Sunday to go down to his church and practice the readings. I don't know what made me do it at that time, but he said, uh, you stand at the lectern there and uh, you read the lesson and I will stand at the back of the church just to make sure that you are projecting properly and I can hear you. So I started reading from the the Bible, doing my bit. And from the back of the room he says, I can't hear you all properly. So being who I am, I said, pardon? And he walked all the way from the back of the church to me to talk to me. And then went all the way down to the back of the church again. I started reading again and he said something to me. And I said, pardon? Pardon? And he walked all the way down the church again and spoke to me, then all the way back to the back of the church to listen to me. And each time I started, he shouted something to me. That I must admit I could hear quite clearly, but... even in a church, the devilment was in me. So yet again it was, pardon? And he walked, I had him walking up and down that church for quite some time knowing full well that I could project my voice and fill the church without a problem. Anyway things went on and I got older, got to the age where I was supposed to go up to the senior scout patrol and get the maroon berry for the senior scouts. Unfortunately we hadn't got enough seniors in our troop to form a full senior patrol and the option was to travel into Litchfield every week and join a district senior patrol. Now I'm a bit of a dyed in the wool sort of fella even in those days and I thought no I'm from Old River so I'm not going into Litchfield I'm from Old River Scouts. So in the end I, I I left I wasn't in the Scouts for probably a couple of years And then I was on the bus one day and I met one of the lads that was still in the Scouts and he says, you want to come back? I says, I'm too old for the Scouts. No, 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 he says, come back. You can come back as a bit of a leader. Come and help out. We could do with somebody to help out. Anyway, he says, "We're, we're forming a band. You might be able to help out with that. So I went back and I became an assistant scout leader and bass drummer of the scout band. Now we did well there, the scout band progressed, we learnt a bit, we ended up leading all the scout parades in the district, we led St George's Day Parade through Lichfield, we went to various garden fêtes, carnivals around the district and played. Our proudest moments were leading our own Remembrance Day service parades through the streets of our own village, proudly playing at the head of the parade. As we improved and we got better at these sort of things, we thought, let's try a bit of competition. So we entered one of the local Midlands area competitions and we learnt a bit, we learnt about how things should be done, how things shouldn't be done and the following year, I think it was 1974, we entered the National Band Championships and we ended up playing at the old Bellevue Arena. We went there and we took part. A little bit unfairly we thought because we were marched onto the display area and we lined up ready to start and the judges decided they'd go for a cup of tea and left us standing there for 15 minutes waiting to play. Well, we we overcome that, we did our bit, we played, we didn't do any real good there, we didn't come bottom, which was a plus on our point of view, but we didn't do exceptionally well. Now the following year was a brilliant year for our band, we went to the national championships at Pool Harbour, Stayed overnight in a scout headquarters in Christchurch next to Bournemouth. Then went down on the day to play in Pool Speedway Stadium. We did okay. Came second in our class. A trophy. Well done. Later on that year we competed in the Midlands Championships. We came first in our class there. And we got the award for Best Turnout. Proud moments, proud days. Loved it. Back as a scout leader, we had various trips, camping. I know in 1972, we went to a place called Tinnegrois, just outside Conway, North Wales. We had a great time there. The one time, one day, we decided we'd go pony trekking. We'd booked a place to go. Well, me and another scout leader decided we'd have some fun. We were all paired up with our horses and off we set across the Conway Valley into the Conway Hills. Now, we started being a little bit sarcastic to the leaders. But we had to stop for a while, because one of the lads said the horse had bucked and shied and thrown him off. He was okay, there was no problems. It was just a, a horse that had got a little bit fretful. Apparently there was a pony or something in the stables as it wanted to get back to. I know when we got back to camp, we got this lad to write to his parents and just say what had happened, just in case they heard from gossip. And he wrote back and saying he was okay, there was no problems. And uh, we were quite happy with that. But Before he put it in the envelope and posted the uh, the letter, we turned it over. And on the back he had put, P.S. Here is a list of my injuries. And I think he got most complaints wrong with him. So we sorted that out with him before he sent it off. But during the course of the ride, the other scout leader and myself, we were teasing the two girls as were taking us on the trek. And that was where we made our mistake. All of a sudden they made some sort of noise that encouraged our horses to gallop. Now I've ridden horses before but not to the extreme and all of a sudden I find myself going at the extreme hands over the horse's ears saying don't listen to them, don't listen. At the same time it was only a low stone wall but a stone wall was looming up in the distance and I thought no I'm not going to. <laughs> I did. Straight over it. Still in the saddle, still hanging on and quite proud of myself, to be honest. But by the end of the trek, they'd calmed us down and we had a good laugh with them about it all. Four years later, we went back to the same site and we, we had another pony trek. And the girls took one look at us and said, yes, we remember you. Yep, yeah, right, we're going to behave this time. Promise, we'll behave. And so we had a great time there. Ironically in 2010 I went back there with my caravan. It's now a CL site for the caravan club. And it was the same lady running the farm was there when we first went in 1972. I had some fun with different sites, different camps. Every year at Easter we used to go to the local district campsite. All the different troops from the area were there, doing different activities. I know one year it was particularly cold. It was Easter and it was snowing. Now we were always the clowns of the area. So we sent our lads out carol singing because it was snowing. But we got a reputation. We were the, we were the ones as were the idiots. I know one year we were frowned upon because every time we had a used tea bag, we pinned it up on a washing line between the tents. We told everybody around us came inquiring that we were drying them out to use again. And you could hear the whispers going around the campsite saying, "Oh, they're tight there. They, they dry out tea bags and use them again." We didn't, but by God, everybody thought we did. But that was the joy of that. We had many a happy hour on that district campsite. Like every other scout camp, first thing in the morning, we went to what they call a flag break, where they hoist the Union flag up the flagpole, all tied up correctly, and then you pull the cable and it unfurls and flaps in the breeze give out any information any notices of what's happening that day anything that we need to know and at these there's usually a bit of a lost property parade where they hold up objects and say has anybody lost this does this belong to anybody here now this one particular year it was very very cold over the Easter break it was when Easter came early in the year and uh, in the tents at night, it was it was quite cold. I know one of our fellow scout leaders in the tent we were sharing was shivering so much on his camp bed. Oh, oh it's cold. Oh, it's cold. Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, it's cold. It's cold. Well, nobody was going to get any sleep until we shut him up. So we went outside and scouted around and we found some old fertiliser sacks in the back corner of, of the buildings. So we laid these on his camp bed so that he was insulated. Because on a camp bed you need more insulation under you than on top of you so that the cold air doesn't strike under the bed. So we laid these out and then put his sleeping bag and everything on top of it. He got in Yeah, it's a bit warmer. I'll get warm in a bit. Anyway, he started shivering slightly while he was warming up. At which point, on these plastic fertiliser sacks, he gently slid down his bed and slid off the bottom of it. Right, we'll have to have a rethink on that one, but we settled him down, we got him right. One of the other leaders was there and he was bragging and he says, Oh, I'm all right what's up i've got an hot water bottle that's says you're joking this is no i've got an hot water bottle i'm going to be warm overnight okay so he was he bragged about this hot water bottle i thought we're going to show you up mate that's not on we're supposed to be hardy people as look after ourselves and we're quite capable and you're there with hot water bottle so the next morning, come flag break, I made sure I was standing next to this uh, other scout leader. When it came to the Lost Property Parade, he held up this hot water bottle and says, does this belong to anybody? And Mike leant over to me, he says, that looks like my hot water bottle, do not it? I says, yeah, it would do, it is yours but would he admit to it in front of all of the rest of the people there? Would he, heck? He would not put his hand up in front of all the scouts and leaders and say, yes, it's mine. He went and quietly retrieved it later on in the day. I didn't brag again, though. Happy times, happy days. I had a little bit of a nostalgia trip the other day. I'd got the... DVD of a scout band reunion some sometime in the 80s we'd we'd been finished about 15 years I would think after our last display and we all got together and had a bit of a reunion, a bit of a celebration sadly some of the people on that DVD are no longer with us even some of the scouts from the band have passed away through various illnesses and whatnot. Fairly sad, but great happy memories were there. Do you remember when is always there. And yes, we do remember when. There's a old song... From the Scout Campfire type of days. I think it's a Ralph Reader song who was famous for his gang shows many years ago. And the words are that these are the days we will dream about and we'll call them the good old days. And whenever any of us still get together, they are the good old days. We still reminisce. I think I've said before, I was rudely awoken one morning. I was camping at Conway and I had the bash on the tent have you got any matches? and it was a guy who had helped us with the scout band and he turned up with his little lad while we were at Conway that first time and he says have you got any matches? well it was still dark goodness knows what time it was so I said yeah they're there go and do it and he did took the matches and then a bit later on he banged on the tent and says you I thought well it's alright he's, he's lighting a fire His little lad must be cold and then he banged on the tent a bit later on and he said uh, your breakfast ready when you want it I thought it's only just getting daylight what time is it it was half past three in the morning but to be fair we stood there having a steak sandwich and a mug of tea Watching the daybreak over the valley below us. And it was one of those mornings where the sun was coming up, but there was a mist in the valley, and all you could see was the treetops sticking out through this white blanket. Quite a brilliant morning. And although it was a bit of a strain at the time, it it is now fondly remembered. Fondly remembered. Well, I think that's just about rounded off my time for this week. All I can say is the let hope 2021 is better for us than 2020 has been. Everybody's health is protected and we get on to better things. Ta-da for now.